Welcome to Talking Mom to Mom. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. My name is Lindsay and my co-host, whom you will meet shortly, is Rochelle. We are two moms on the opposite side of the same coin. Between the two of us, we have children at every age and stage and hope to inspire those homeschool moms who need to pick me up in their busy schedule, busy just like us. We have come to realize that the best way to approach this sanctifying work of motherhood is with a good dose of humor and humility. Thank you for joining us today. Now let's get on with the show. Hi there, this is Rochelle. Welcome to Talking Mom to Mom. And thank you for joining me. Today, I want to talk about something that I just recently read about. I just recently read it, and I thought it was really cool. And it's not super new, but I started studying it a little bit more. Um, It is called the five-hour rule. And I'm not sure if you've heard of it or not. It is basically, and I've kind of heard of it, but I really didn't pay it too much mind, to be quite honest. I was like, okay, yeah, people always learning. So like, you'll read about it if you Google it or if you've heard of it, you probably have heard of it associated with Benjamin Franklin or Bill Gates or, you, or Elon Musk, people that are constantly learning and they take five hours a week to learn something new, continually learning. You know, sometimes I hear these things and they just go in one ear and out the other. But, you know, I started feeling like as I was homeschooling, and that even though you're learning a lot, which is really a great thing about homeschooling, is that you're learning a lot of things over again, and sometimes you're learning a lot of new things. So homeschooling is great. But I had a lot of things that I wanted to learn or wanted to put time into, and I always felt like I never had the time. You know, I never had the time. Like, I wanted to learn this. I have my own business. I'm a graphic designer. And there are a few things that I wanted to learn how to do, to help my business, but I felt like I never had the time. You know, I never have the time to learn this, and I don't have the time. I'm just caught up, caught up, caught up. And and other things as well, you know, other things that I just happen to be interested in because I do love to learn. And while I was searching for something totally different, so you know how some things hit you, you know, one day you disregard it, and then the next day you kind of look, oh, gave that a second look, that's pretty cool. Well, that's how I felt about the five-hour rule is – I was looking for something, and somehow I came across this. And I was like, you know, that's kind of a cool idea. And basically all it is is very simple. It's taking one hour a day for five, you know, five days, so Monday through Friday. And, of course, you know, nothing is set in stone. You can do it however you want. But this in particular was taking one hour to learn something new, not work-related or homeschool-related necessarily, but learning something, it's almost like for self-enrichment. I thought that was a really cool idea. I thought it was a cool idea because I've noticed that a lot of moms tend to express that they feel like they are losing themselves or their identities as when they become, you know, moms and they're homeschooling. They, they feel like they're, they're giving so much, and you are. You're giving a lot, and your rewards certainly – they don't usually come till much later. So, I mean, we do get them every day if we really want to look at it. I mean, we really do. Being a homeschool mom is, is the, the greatest thing I will ever have done with my life, regardless of any kind of business or anything like that. It is the greatest thing that I should say that God has allowed me to do. I'm very grateful for it. 
but sometimes we tend to lose ourselves into that identity is just a home, you know, I don't want to say just because that sounds really bad, but I, I just feel like there's part of us that we give up, maybe part of us that continue wants to learn about something totally different or wants to go into a different avenue, I mean, whatever it is, because at some point, the harsh reality is that homeschooling ends. That's the harsh reality of it all. It will end, and when it ends, where are you going to be? What are you going to be doing? And that was something that I really I had thought about because when I'm trying to plan my business and I'm trying to plan out, there's a few things that I do, and trying to plan out the next so many years, trying to see things from a different perspective, I thought about the idea of incorporating kind of the same thing, but in your own personal life. The idea that where am I going to be? What do I want to see myself doing five years from now? How old will my kids be? What will I be doing? What will I wish that I would have put my time into? What will I wish that I would have done? And also once they're gone, once they're older and they've gone off to college, and, you know, I think about that because I have uh, my oldest will be entering her second year in college come this fall, and my second will be in his senior year. So although I still have two more and still have quite, quite a few years, lots of homeschooling to go, thankfully, um, I'm have one out and have one on the way out. So it does kind of make you think, well, what are you going to do when that is over? And I've seen it happen. I've seen where it's there's no preparation for that and the children are gone and some moms feel useless or they feel like they don't have a purpose. And it's kind of a hard thing to talk about because I don't want to make it sound as if homeschooling is not purposeful. Of course, we're not saying that at all. It is a great a great way to spend your life doing. You know, if that's, you know, spending the 18 years, whatever it is per kid, it is a phenomenal thing to be doing. But it does end. <laughs> so and when it ends, what will you be doing? What would you like to be doing? And I kind of thought about that because I was thinking about with from my business, I was thinking I have something that I'm involved in a project that I didn't see myself doing for as long as I've been doing it. And it's something that I think I'm going to have to close, come to a close on. And I thought, well, what am I going to do now? I didn't really prepare for what I would do when it was over. It may only be part of what I do, but it was a significant part of what I did. And I went into it knowing it was going to be somewhat temporary. And I am starting to have the feeling of leaving it, but I didn't prepare. I'm going to be, it's going to be gone, and I didn't prepare for something else to take its place. I didn't prepare for what I was going to do, what my next step was. So I'm scrambling to figure that out, and that's from a business perspective, and maybe that, maybe that's you. Maybe you're in a business perspective, you know, business situation where you have something that you want to get out of, but you didn't necessarily prepare for how you get out of it. Or you have children that are graduating and you're not, well, what am I going to do once my children are in college? Well, thinking of things ahead, where do I want to be? The sooner you think of that, (laughs) you know, where you want to be, the easier it is going to be to prepare in a lot of ways. But I love the idea of the five-hour rule because I always feel like I don't have enough time. Now, an hour, finding an hour during the day can be very difficult. Finding, you know, I can be. I, I totally understand that. So I think if you work it 
the way that you, what works best for you. You don't have to do things just because it's called a five-hour rule and you're like, I don't have five hours a week. You know, maybe you don't. If you have really young children or a big family, you may not have five hours a week to devote to learning a new skill set or, you know, developing something or reading or committing to something that's just for your own self-enrichment and fulfillment. You very well may not. And so, but I encourage you to find what time you do have and make it consistent. Don't neglect yourself. Don't neglect the, the gifts that God has given you. Don't neglect the future that will surely come. So I, I personally, I like the idea because one of the things that I had thought I'd see myself doing, I'm not prepared to do. And it may be that time that I could have transition, transitioned into it, but I didn't prepare myself. I needed to take some classes on it or I needed to learn a few new skills just to get better at it and to add this to my business while one thing ends, add something new. And I didn't prepare, so I find myself in a very awkward position. But if I would have even taken 15 minutes a day to say, I'm going to devote 15 minutes right now, and I am going to learn this particular skill until I know it backwards and forwards. I mean, think about at the end of a month how much time that is. Think about the end of three months, how much time that you devoted to learning or studying something in particular, or putting that time into something you enjoy. I mean, if you enjoy crocheting or painting or photography, then even if you did 15 minutes a day, a picture a day, um, starting something and put your time into it. And because we often think, well, if it's only, if I can only have five to 10 minutes or 15 minutes, that's all I can put into it, then it's really not worth it, right? Sometimes we think that way. I think that way, so I would neglect doing things of that nature. I have a friend who just mentioned how she painted six rooms in her home, and she did it in, I think she said it was over the summer or something like that, but she painted in such a short amount of time, I could barely get one room painted. And how she did it was not by every Saturday spending hours in each room. She said that, you know, she would, you know, cut in and her husband would roll the paint on and whenever they had time. If they had five minutes, if they had ten minutes, they just kind of devote it and just say, okay. And before they knew it, they had six rooms done. And it was like in a very short amount of time. I can't remember how long it was, but it was certainly a lot sooner than I would have done. It could take me a year to paint six rooms in my house. It took them like a few months. It was like maybe two, three months. And they painted all six rooms. But it was just by consistent, small efforts. And I thought, that is, it's brilliant, right? Well, we know it's brilliant. But what's the thing that keeps us from doing it? What keeps us from doing it, um, these brilliant ideas, is simply implementation. So when you're, you have difficulty implementing our wonderful ideas, that is where we suffer, which is why I try to encourage you to um, make it realistic. If you do not have that hour like Benjamin Franklin, Bill Gates, and Elon Musk have, a day to learn something new. Well, maybe you have 15 minutes. Maybe you have five minutes. You know, and five minutes to study something or begin to study something or put into a book that you've been wanting to read. You don't, it doesn't necessarily have to be learning a new skill, which you could be doing. Like if you still have like 10 more years of homeschooling, you're like, look, I've, I'm not even preparing for the end of homeschooling right now. Where I see myself in five years is I'm still going to be right here homeschooling and it'll be just a different transition. It'll just be whatever. And this is what I plan to do. And this is what I like doing. 
then spend some time doing something else. Study, you know, a new hobby or a subject that you're interested in that you've always wanted for a little bit of time into, but you haven't done. You can use that, and I don't mean to take, don't use this time for devotions because that's what you should be doing anyway, right? But if there's something in particular that you wanted to study, you could even do that. Say, well, you know what, I'm, I'm reading through the Bible, but there is, you know, there's this one book in particular that I really want to study out, or there's this, a few things I really want to study out. Use that time. Or if you want to develop something, if you want to create something, you know, create a, a crocheted blanket, create your own lesson plan. Because we always say we don't have time and we don't have time to do things. And that's valid, that we don't always have time. So, so what we're talking about right now is carving out that time, making it purposeful. Because at, at the end of, I, I try it for a few weeks to a month. Don't just try it for a week and because a week isn't really enough time to gauge for the most part. Try it for about two, two weeks to a month, and I don't think you're going to regret it. I don't think you'll regret putting in the time, the realistic amount of portion that you, you've set aside to enhance either a skill that you currently have or to learn something new or to just figure out where do I want to be. If your kids are if you plan on having a career, going back to a career, getting a new career after your kids um, are building a business after your kids uh, are graduated homeschooling, or if you, while they're in their homeschool, high school years, you kind of want to transition into a business you've always wanted to start. Start your research now. Start reading some books now. Start, and little, small, consistent efforts. Make those little, small, consistent efforts because you will see big results. I promise you that. Thank you for joining me for this little brief um, moment of hopefully encouragement to you and to give you some ideas on how to continue to enrich yourself individually and to use your own gifts and talents. And I hope to see you again soon. You can join us on Talking Mom to Mom on our blog for a lot of different posts. We talk a lot about parenting and homeschooling. There's some recipes on there. There's a bunch of stuff on there for you to look through. And you can join us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Talking Mom to Mom, to join in on the conversations. And you can also email us at info at talkingmomtomom.com if you have any um, ideas for a future broadcast, if there's something, a question that you have uh, that you'd like us to address on the podcast or just address personally, we are more than happy to respond to your emails. And thank you for all those who have emailed us. It does give us great ideas for shows, and we've used plenty of them, and we've also responded privately. So we're very happy to get any kind of response, good or bad. We can take it. <laughs> So, but thank you, and we hope to be seeing you soon. Thank you for listening to Talking Mom to Mom with Lindsay and Rochelle. Talking Mom to Mom is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. <laughs>